Hello and welcome to the Small Firms Association podcast. The SFA is the voice of small business in Ireland, proudly representing a diverse membership of businesses, typically with 50 employees and often less. In this series of podcasts, part of our Grow, Scale, Succeed campaign, we'll be exploring human resources issues and drawing on the expertise of leaders in the field of human resources. Caroline Casey of CA Compliance, one of our SFA Council members, is joining us today to advise and guide us through a topic that employers often need a lot of help with, I think, and that's bullying. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Mm. Um, How do you recognise bullying? I mean, you know, is one person's bullying another person's only messing? And, you know, know, how do we recognise it? Okay, I think um, bullies are likely to have poor relationships with their colleagues at the beginning. I think that's likely to be the case. Um, We have to watch, we can watch out for teams with uh, uh, high turnover, so that's another reason to, to watch out if there's a lot of people leaving um, or absenteeism is occurring. Uh, where bullying managers tend to make impulsive random decisions, um, they can exhibit um, a control of micromanaging staff and that can sometimes cause a, a problem. Um, and another area might be that um, victims of bullying can display a decline in performance generally. So um, that, that can lead to an increase in, in absenteeism. And generally the morale is low. So employers should be kind of on the lookout for these sort of things on the horizon before they ever become difficulties. Yes, I think that would be correct. And to maybe put in place sort of open, more open communications with staff. Should employers have a, a policy about bullying? Because it's, it's, you know, we hear about it on the radio and the television you know, and in the workplace all the time. So it's obviously always there or nearly always there or perceived to be there. You know, should you always have a policy about it? Just think about it before it ever happens. Policies are integral and particularly for bullying, particularly for harassment and uh, even in most latter times around the sexual harassment, given the sort of entourage of the Me Too movement, etc. So it's really important to have very clear and transparent policies. But I would say, Angela, it's not just having policies um, in a drawer in the office. They must be living, breathing documents. They must be communicated, they must be there, they must be available and people know where they are. Now, obviously not necessarily the bullying and harassment policies, but just generally your policies and procedures. Because when there's, a, when there's an open communication and an understanding of communication, it leads, to, um, it leads to more efficiency and more effectiveness in the workplace. Okay, but um, just to, to define what bullying is, how do we know something is a bully? Or, you know, is, is bullying taking place? How do we define it? There are many definitions of bullying, but the most simple word, and a simple definition in three words, is repeated offensive behaviour. It must be ongoing. So it must be, it must be, it can't just be one instant. It has to be a number of uh, repeated instances that arise. So um, types of bullying could be, um, they, they can vary. It could be somebody that is uh, speaking to somebody in, an, in, in a fashion that's seemed to be unacceptable. That would have to be repeated. It could be things that people have written about people or you know, put posters up or colloquial things, whatever. It could be, it could be a, a range of different things. 
And people can be quite cruel in thinking, oh, it's a joke and why don't you have a sense of humour? Yeah, I think that's the whole thing about what seemed to be acceptable behaviour to one person may not be acceptable behaviour to another. And that's why it is really important to have clear policies and procedures, define, call it out what is acceptable or what is, what is not acceptable in the policy. What would be a typical bullying scenario? A typical bullying scenario would be where somebody has um, maybe repeatedly spoken to somebody in a fashion that they don't particularly think is nice or welcoming or leading to constructive output in whatever it is that's being done. So it could be that somebody just thought that they were too directive, the tone of the communications, the manner of the communications, something along those lines. And is tone a difficult thing to define as well? Well, it can come out as aggressive. And, um, you know, it's very important, I think, that you, uh, I suppose, back to the basic principles that treat people the way you like to be treated yourself. And I say that if you treat your colleagues, your manager, your employee, the way you want to be treated yourself, then it will be a nice place to work, generally. So it's it's being 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 aware in that regard. Uh, just coming back to something you said earlier, the bullies like to tend, are likely to have poor relationships with colleagues. Um, is that often a red flag? It is, and that would be more the reason that you have to um, define what bullying is, make sure your policies and procedures are um, up to date, make sure that they're um, uh, communicated to staff. It's a good idea every year to do a little appraisal to people of what are our policies, the key parts, maybe some changes in the policies, communicate, get um, information and consultation going with your staff on the policies, um, so that people know uh, if things arise or, or happen, what the consequences are going to be, then there are no surprises. So I think that's really important um, to, to do that. What about if you notice that there's a high turnover in your teams or the people are leaving but without saying anything? Is that another thing to look out for? I would be looking out to see why are they leaving? Are they leaving in one particular section of the business? And particularly in a small business, it might just be a small pocket of, of you know, maybe two sections of a business. Um, so I would, I would be saying, is, see, why are they leaving that particular area of the business? Um, what's the difference between that part of the business and another part of the business? And uh, maybe having a, a time to, to look at why the morale is low in the business. Maybe you do a small survey in the business. Um, maybe just see that, um, ask people uh, sort of anonymously to say uh, uh, what they think is good in the business, what could improve. And would you recommend doing exit surveys and who should do the exit survey? Exit interviews are really important and I know the SFA are very keen on making sure that employers do that when people are leaving. Um, to me, an exit interview is, is only valuable if it's going to be somebody who is going to be independent and impartial taking the um, conducting the exit interview. So if it's somebody that's been the manager and there's been a problem with that individual and they've led to, you know, we're talking about bullying here, if there's been a sort of a contentious relationship, there's no point in that manager to conducting um, an exit interview because it's not going to be fulsome, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, uh, give you any information. Whereas if it's somebody else um, in a different part of the business or maybe even external who just gives, gives that, um, conducts that interview, um, it could be, it could be seen to, to be valuable. And I presume, you know, as a small firm association member, uh, you might be the, the very 
person that's perceived to being the bully or, or you know, as managing in maybe an aggressive way, maybe it's hard for you to hold in your own emotions because you've built this business up and it's very personal, it's very emotional to you. How do you manage your own stress so that you don't turn into a bully? I think it's really important to acknowledge the work of your colleagues and acknowledge yourself. Um, am I putting myself as the manager in the shoes of um, the employee that I'm dealing with? Um, am I aware that my actions could have an impact uh, on how they feel um, in the workplace. So being very self-aware and self-reflecting as well before I would go into any uh, any any meeting in that regard. If there's a bullying issue, um, morale is low in the business, there's absenteeism, there's inter-team inter conflict, um, high staff turnover, um, aggressive behaviour, they are things that need to be dealt with and the manager needs to um, the owner manager, whoever it is, needs to be aware of how they go into that meeting and to listen and uh, very important to listen but also to make sure that they are prepared to challenge any toxic um, attitude or behaviour that's having an impact on the business in the appropriate manner following the appropriate policies and procedures that they, they should use. And um, members of the SFA will have core policies given to them from the SFA, so if they follow the procedures that are lined out in, in those policies, they shouldn't go far wrong. Leaving aside their attitude, of course, it's very important that they are self-aware of how they actually communicate themselves with the people that they're dealing Sometimes with. Sometimes I presume that can be quite hard. Yeah, I mean, you know, if the business isn't going well and that somebody has got a bullying complaint and depending on the type of bullying as well, it can be seen to be very, um, it take a lot of time away from the business. Um, but it is very important that it is actually dealt with, otherwise it will lead to manifest to other problems. And I presume if it's, if it's kind of nipped in the bud and, you know, the listening happens actively, as you were saying there, um, I presume that actually saves money for the company in the long run, because I believe these cases can be very expensive and very costly. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, body systems are always very good as well. So um, maybe put somebody with working with somebody, um, uh, maybe do a, a communication session that is all encompassing for everybody in the business and that it's not just targeted at that one individual. So there are ways around that you can do it um, to make sure that it's prevented. And is it important to call things out? Like if you see bullying taking place, is it important to call it out? You need to address it. Absolutely. Um, there's a legal responsibility. Um, you've got a responsibility to other staff members. Um, if you don't address it, it could lead to, it could manifest itself to other problems in um, in the in the workplace and be quite costly on the business. So that's why it is really important for the manager who is going to be handling the issue to be very self-aware. Um, and follow the policies and procedures, but not to be aggressive and make sure that they listen and to really encourage better behaviour. So a buddy system in place, or it could be taking them through the disciplinary route if that's what is required. Because, I mean, as it says, as, you know, human resources, they are a resource and a very Absolutely. precious resource, aren't they? A business is nothing without its people. That's what I always say. Caroline, thanks so much for sharing your knowledge. Uh, it's been really enlightening and I know members will gain a lot from it. 
Would you recommend any other websites, books or resources uh, for anyone who wants to learn more about, you know, managing people in the workplace and particularly managing bullying? Well, um, one of the things I should have said at the beginning is health and safety. It's really important. Bullying is a, is a health and safety issue. So the first website would be go to would be going to uh, the HSA website. And um, obviously the second one would be if you're a member of the SFA to go to the Small Farm Association because you'll get good policies and procedures there and guidance in terms of handling um, a, a bullying and harassment matters. Okay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Angela. Well, that's all from the Small Firms Association podcast for today. Do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your own podcast provider. We're also available on the website and on LinkedIn, SoundCloud, YouTube and Facebook. So until the next time, from me, Angie Mazzetti and all the team here in the SFA, goodbye and take care.